Hi, my name's Carly Reed from CX Today, bringing you all the latest customer experience news from the industry. Now, today we're joined by the Calabrio team. Welcome, everybody. Hi there. Hi there. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Now, we're uh, here today with the team uh, to discuss a number of different things, including AI, the cloud, and remote working. And we're going to be getting to know the team a little bit better over the course of this exclusive interview. But for the sake of introductions, shall we do a quick roundtable where everybody can tell us a little bit more about themselves? Ed, perhaps you could start. Sure. So, uh, Ed Creasy, I'm uh, the Director of Pre-Sales for Calabria International. Um, I've been doing CX for 29 years. Um, I started as an agent back in 1992, so started very early dealing with customers and worked in contact centers and then the last 20 years working as a consultant and now in sales, trying to, you know, help customers solve their CX challenges with software. Fantastic. And Thomas, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yes. Hello, I'm Thomas Tesler and I'm the product line manager for WFM at Calabrio. I have a background in the customer service industry since 20 years back as a system owner or business process owner at, at uh, telecom operators in Sweden uh, and uh, the last few years as product software product manager. Absolutely fantastic. Well, there's our team. Now, we're going to be discussing a number of things with Calabrio today, including the cloud, AI and remote working. So we've got a lot to be cracking on with. Let's get down to our questions. So first question today then, how does Calabrio software meet modern CX expectations? Ed, perhaps that's a question that you could possibly answer. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's three lenses we can look at this through um, because everything is generally looked through the lens of COVID-19 and what happened in 2020. But if we look at what was happening before, there's some interesting trends that we have to, you know, still remind ourselves of. So before the pandemic, we were all talking about omni-channel and how customers needed a seamless experience across channels when frankly, that's not what was delivered. Um, we also talked a lot about demographics and how the workplace needed to change for you know new generations coming into the workplace who had either experienced you know the boom of the internet or had just grown up as digital natives. Um, and finally, we had to do something about mundane and repetitive processes that that you know customer facing staff face. So these are issues that are still around. Um, during the pandemic, we all know the story, right? There was this intense acceleration in things like homeworking, in the use of the cloud. Um, there was a change in the way consumers um, uh, took subscription services, for example. Um, the use of analytics boomed, the use of bots boomed. So there's a real change there. And, and after the pandemic, I think we've now got a whole new set of consumer behaviors to think about, as Priya said. So businesses and our customers must, must deal with three things. Number one, they've got to deal with these increased demands for agility. As the world gets back to what I, what I like to call the next normal, uh, what businesses are going to know they're going to need to adapt quicker than they, were, they did at the start of 2020. Um, from a customer perspective, they're going to have to deliver hyper-personalized customer service and with a, a workforce that is highly mobile that can work from anywhere. So drilling down into that a bit further and looking at, at, at customer focus, it's, it starts with having all your customer experience data from all channels available in one suite and in the cloud. So 
that is integrated to any of those important platforms. So cloud to cloud, you have it integrated to your contact center platform or to your CRM platform or to your service desk. Um, that means you can do those important CX processes like you can do your planning across every single channel. You can apply analytics um, to every single type of interaction. And that's not just voice, it's voice and text and it's uh, desktop and screen. Um, you can check for quality and you can do a net promoter score or customer surveys across all channels all in one place. And you get all the data in one place that gives you like um, a single view of the truth. So having all that in one cloud platforms, really, really important. Then you add to that the flexibility and the agility that, that's required. So what, what customers need are um, flexible automation across all those different processes they have to deal with. So for example, if you're if you're forecasting demand into your centers, what we learned in the last two years is there was no normal demand. Demand went up, demand went down, and what you need is real flexibility so you can plan effectively. Um, you also need to be able to change the kind of um, working schedules employees have. You know, what, what we learned, and I think we've all got personal experiences, that people needed split shifts. That's what I had to work when I was teaching my children. But in contact centers, they've had to do split shifts, micro shifts. They even, even had to do things like respite shifts. So when people have had really difficult times, they had to have some time um, off, off, the, um, off the phones and off the chats and emails. Um, as Priya said, we need that innovative approach to automated analytics. So we're bringing together all that all that analytics data from different sources, your net promoter scores, your sentiments, your, your quality all in one place. Uh, and you've got to automate the whole coaching process within that. So you can uh, identify who needs coaching, who needs acknowledgement, who needs praise. So there's a whole load of uh, um, content around flexibility and agility we need to deliver. And then finally, um, we, we position ourselves around employee empowerment, and that comes from shift flexibility which um, where employees can change their schedules to the ones that suit either their expectations in their job or even the fact that they they have a non-traditional job where they may be working very different shift balances from your traditional full-time part-time um, you want to extend that empowerment into business intelligence so we want to deliver employees the ability to see everything about their work in one place. They see their schedules, they see their quality scores, their customer survey scores, their metrics, and they can drill down to their interactions so they can experience how well or or or, or not they've delivered the customer experience. Um, and then finally, you know, we want to deliver all the information about analytics in one place. So not having lots of siloed applications to understand what was going on the screen, what what was going on on the desktop, what did I say how did the customer feel how did we evaluate them we put that all into one place fantastic brilliant answer thank you ed and next question is also for yourself as well should ai in cx replace the human element what do you think about that yes and no <laughs> which is um a, a dodgy answer i know but you know i think there are times when particularly you've got mundane and repetitive processes where humans add absolutely no value ai should should replace it. Customers don't want to spend time, you know, having a chat or an email or or wrangling self-service when it, that can just be automated. So when the use case is right, AI should absolutely replace humans. But also humans have a sense of acuity to be able to judge situations that AI haven't hasn't quite got there. So our view at Calabrio is that it, they need to work together. 
So to give you an example, the way we do, um, we use machine learning and AI for uh, quality is we take human judgments of, of quality. We, so we evaluate, we get humans to evaluate customer experiences, and then we plug that information into our machine learning models, and that enables you to predict across every single interaction um, how, you know, how it felt to be a customer. So we have predictive quality. We do the same with um, net promoter scores. So we take your feedback that you've collected from your customers. And again, we build that into a model and we predict that across every interaction. Um, and then all that data is available within our cloud platform, which then human beings can come and do coaching and do analysis or, or do customer recovery. So for me, you know, get those mundane repetitive processes automated with, with AI, but make sure it's augmented as well by humans. Fantastic, brilliant answer. Thank you so much, Ed. Now, next question then. Uh, why did remote working come up in the Calabrio Cloud Report as the number one employee factor? Thomas, perhaps you can take us through that? Yes, uh, I will. Thank you, Carly. I think that's uh, the answer is quite simple, actually. As simple as the cloud uh, is, is provided as a simple service uh, that is uh, uh, access through the internet is geographically independent uh, by nature. Um, so the only thing you need from wherever you're working is a, is a browser and a decent uh, laptop or any other personal computer. Uh, so that makes it very easy for, for employees to, uh, to access the services. And if, if it's well set up and well configured, those services being available by seeing a sign on and well, well integrated in a cloud environment, uh, then you are all, all of a sudden taking a lot of issues off the table that typically you have if you provide the same IT uh, services from an on-prem installation to start with your company uh, uh, network access points maybe not be um, dimensioned enough for all the work workforce to to use them at the same time so you need some investments to scale up and the the access procedures are typically more complicated so the whole cloud service is sort of designed for for simplicity with uh, independent geograph geographics fantastic perfect answer thank you and next question also for yourself, Thomas. Um, how else can the cloud create a better employee experience? Yeah, I think um, the experience and the customer experience being helped by the cloud uh, uh, service is uh, driven by customer experience being completely dependent on, on uh, employee engagement. And employee engagement is, is uh, something that uh, if you have the right tools, uh, you can be uh, with all the uh, analytics that we have just been discussing here, you can uh, get a very good real-time understanding of your employee engagement if you have that set up in a cloud environment. So being on top of, of, of those KPIs in a, in a uh, real-time manner, uh, you can also be on top of the customer experience. Brilliant, lovely stuff, thank you. And last couple of questions then, guys. Uh, how can the cloud enable customer operations to be more strategic? Would anyone like to jump in with that question? I'll give it a go, I think. Um, I think there's a couple of things. If you're able to have all your data about the customer experience in the, in the cloud, you can do a very simple thing that's very hard to do at the moment, and that is correlate. You know, you can, a very, a very simple thing to do, for example, is to say, what was the quality of an interaction versus what was the customer view of that? Uh, and that, that correlation, you get a you get like a 360 degree view of what's going on. Because sometimes customers are a bit biased 
and sometimes evaluations can be a bit biased but you put those together uh, and you get a really set, uh, actionable set of data. So I think the ability to have all the data from different parts of your organization, the sales data, the net promoter scores, the quality scores, the adherence scores from, from your workforce management teams, bring those all together and correlate, that, that, that makes a big difference. Um, the other thing you can do is, is automate some really important processes. So I'll give you an example. If you engage uh, employees in, in self-assessment, you know, we're all so used to you know, controlling our lives on our smartphones, but often we don't engage our employees in self-assessment. If you automatically push some information to an employee that says, this was your last five interactions and, and, and these were the, you know, this is the feedback. You talked over the customer a few times or, or you, know, you weren't empathetic here or, or you got that process wrong employees hugely value that if they can get visibility of the mistakes they're making you know I've never worked with a team who didn't want that visibility normally the problem is they can't see it so a couple of examples there I think you know make make a real difference if I may add a third one I think also the nature of the, the cloud service is that you can very easily as a company uh, upgrade your service you can without any internal IT projects or integration projects, uh, you typically then have an, a cloud service that allows you to increase uh, the range of services in terms of functionality, uh, as well as capacity without uh, any other initiatives from your own side. So it's, it's, it's a type of delivery that allows to adapt to your needs in a very flexible way, which uh, in this agile world we live in is a very strategic uh, important. Yeah, I think just to add to add to that, I, I you know, I think seventy percent might be a little high, but because um, I see some hidden costs, I think, to organisations that were only really revealed last year um, because um, everyone suddenly was remote. So when you when you had organisations where everyone was in the same place, it was kind of very easy to compensate for maybe a bad process because you walked over to someone's desk and said with a post-it and saying, can you do that for me? Or you sat side by side with an employee and you coached them. And, and there were all these kind of clunky processes around. And suddenly when we were all remote, we, they, they were exposed. So I think when people migrate to you know the next normal which is probably this combination this hybrid world then they'll realize there's a whole new set of requirements so i think you you know they've got to have good cloud to cloud um solutions you know some people are, you know have great clouds but they're kind of a they're a hostage cloud once you're in there you can never leave right it's hotel california um so i think you've got to work with vendors who allow you to communicate with all your different vendors so you can have a hybrid approach which is something Calabrio. Um, does um, and 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 finally, I, I think you've got to make sure that um, frontline are engaged at all level. I think often these sort of capabilities aren't always put forward into the frontline. Um, and if you take these simple use cases, like you know, be able to. Um, change your change your shift be able to coach yourself and engage the frontline in it it's you get exponential returns for it great stuff fantastic thank you then so much guys i really appreciate that sadly that's all we do have time for today but special thanks to the calabrio team for being such good sports and joining us today thank you again guys thank you thank you not a problem at all we hope to hear from you again in the near future now, if you've enjoyed our exclusive chat with the Calabrio team, then please do share our video on social media. It's always greatly appreciated when you do so and do subscribe to our channel as well. So from myself and from the team at Calabrio, it's goodbye for now. My name's Carly Reed from CX Today. 
Thank you for watching. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye bye.